Yes, yeah, so two blocks in a strap, and uh, make sure your strap has a loop at the end that, through that buckle so that it doesn't move. Um, it might move a little bit. It might spread just, you know, if you're really putting pressure on it, you can see it spreads just a little bit, but that should make it tight enough to wear when we use it for, we're gonna do a couple of chaturanga drills today. Yay, upper body. Uh, we'll do some other stuff too, it won't be all that. Uh, but we'll want the blocks, yeah. You want your hands to be at least shoulder distance apart. You don't want them to be too close or too far away. So about right here, right? All right, once you get that set up, let's start in child's pose. So there's a couple of versions of child's pose. Knees wide is going to give you some more space in your hips with your arms extended over your head. That gives you more space in your chest. Knees together underneath the body and arms by your side. It gives you some more space in your low back and the back of your shoulders. So kind of depending on maybe where you hold your tightness, you might want to do one or the other or switch between the two. Give yourself permission to tune into your breath. As full of an inhale as you can take in, allowing yourself to exhale either out of the nose or the mouth, whichever one feels best for your body. Letting go of the breath out of the mouth tends to reduce some heat. That might mean physical heat or emotional heat. But do three of your choice as you bring yourself physically and mentally here on the mat. One more, fill up to the very top of your lungs, hold it there for a second, and then everyone open your mouth and exhale. Walk both of your hands to the right, maybe even stacking your left hand on top of the right hand as your upper body goes along with it. If your arms are by your side, extend your arms out. So you feel the left ribs down the side body open up. Allowing yourself to breathe into any physical tension to create that connection between mind and body that it's okay to release physical and mental tension with the breath, with each exhale. One big full inhale into those left ribs and then exhale, walk the hands back to center. As you inhale, go to the other side, reaching to the left, maybe stack the right hand on top and breathe into the right side of the body. Paying attention to any extra tight or sticky spots that you might have to engage the breath a little bit more. That goes for your body and your mind. One last big full, full inhale and then exhale, come back to center.
So set yourself up on hands and knees. Knees underneath your hips, hands underneath or in front of your shoulders, depends on your wrists. As you inhale, look up, draw the chest through between the biceps, maybe lift the tailbone, and then exhale, press against the mat, round the shoulders, drop the head, let the tailbone fall down. Inhale, cow pose, that's the chest up, tailbone up, exhale, cat pose, Round and spread the shoulder blades. As you do these two with your own breath, keep going. I want you to focus on the shoulder blades. The inhale, bringing the shoulder blades together and spreading the chest open. The exhale, spreading the shoulder blades apart, giving you more space in the back of the body. So just feel how the front body opens and the back body engages on cow and the back body opens, the front body engages on cat. Do three more big full inhales and exhales, pausing on either one if you feel like my back body just needs to open up a little bit more or my chest needs to spread a little bit more. Then one last one, inhale cow, exhale cat. Come to a neutral spine, nice and long through the side ribs. Lift your right hand up towards the ceiling, palm towards this nice little alley where they're doing all sorts of fun stuff out there. And then thread it underneath your left, cheek to the mat. Left arm's gonna be half a child's pose, right arm's threaded underneath for thread the needle. So really focus on the right shoulder blade pulling away from the spine, giving the spine some more space on the right side. Keep an excess of pressure off your neck. Now draw that left hand back down underneath the shoulder to push you back up to your hand and lift that right arm up. Now take the right palm to the floor and then slide it out. That right cheek is going to come back down to the mat, but this time our right arm is out to the right. A little gentle chest stretch on the right side. So just a couple of breaths. If you've got any issues in the shoulder or rotator cuff, then decrease this range of motion. You might need to lift your cheek up off the mat a little bit more. Now bring that left hand back to the mat to push you up and lift that right hand back up towards the alley. Set that right hand down. So we'll do the same thing on the left side, taking thread the needle first and then that chest stretch left arm under to thread right arms in that child's pose type position so think about that left shoulder blade getting some more space between it and your spine have some muscles between your shoulder blade and your spine that help to move the scapula the shoulder blade same thing and a lot of times they need a little bit of extra length so give yourself a nice big full inhale into that spot and then exhale, draw the right hand down to push you up and lift that left hand up towards the ohm wall. Put the left hand down and slide it out. Left cheek comes to the mat again, just a left side pec chest stretch. So left cheeks on the ground, we're looking over at the alley.
pay attention to which side was a little bit tighter. That it's going to give us a real clue into our arms when we do some chaturanga drills. See if you can squeeze that left shoulder in a little bit closer to the spine. Yeah. Now press into the mat with the right hand. Lift back up. Lift that left hand back up towards the ohm wall and set it down. Hands and knees. Curl the toes under. Lift up and back to downward facing dog and create some movement in downward facing dog. Focus again on the shoulder blades. Are they pulling in towards the spine or away from the spine? We would like them to pull away from the spine to give us some more space in the neck, upper back in the back of the body. So don't treat it as a chest stretch, treat it more as a shoulder stabilizer. Walk your hands back to your feet, take your feet about as wide as your hips, and then hook your elbows with opposite hands, ragdoll just for three breaths. Make the neck nice and long, so drop the crown of the head. Keeping the head lifted there just puts some extra pressure in our neck vertebra and we don't need that. Bend your knees a little bit more so that your low back has a little bit more space. Draw a big full breath in and as you exhale, drop the hands. Inhale to plank pose and smile. <laughs> All right, so focus again on the shoulder blades. We want a little bit of a cat back in the upper back. Yeah, you want to feel that belly button lift in and up towards our heart, and then booty in line with our shoulders. And we can, of course, always take the knees down to the ground. Gaze at the top of your mat or a few inches in front of it so the back of your neck is really long. Two more breaths here. One more big full inhale, and then with control, and you can drop to the knees as you exhale, lower all the way to the belly. Good, cobra pose, so just a halfway lift up. It's not a full up dog. And see if you can draw the elbow points towards one another, like across the low back, just squeeze. All right, exhale, round back down, and then inhale two more times, so lift up and inhale. Exhale, round back down. Inhale, lift up, just that halfway cobra lift and squeeze, exhale, back down. All right, turn your toes under, keep your hands exactly where they're at because that's where they were at when we were in high plank. Lift your kneecaps up off the ground so that you feel your thighs engage. Strong thighs are really important in high to low plank. So see if you can squeeze those thigh muscles around your femur bones, those are your leg bones. Breathe in and as you exhale, push straight back up to high plank. Maybe you come to the knees first and that's fine, and we'll all end up there, good. Breathe in and then down dog as you exhale. Walk your hands back on an inhale all the way to your feet, and then exhale, stay. Next inhale, rise up and reach your hands for the ceiling, and then exhale, contract and fold back down again. Long inhale to plank pose. Exhale, slowly control down to your belly, very slow. If you can do it fast but not slow, that is not true strength. Inhale, cobra, breathe in. Exhale, roll back down. Inhale, cobra, breathe in. 
Exhale, roll back down. Inhale, cobra, and hold for three breaths. So see if you can pull the shoulder blades down towards your booty instead of letting your shoulders creep up towards your ears and avoid that, oh, we want to press up so bad to use our arms a little bit. One more full breath. Exhale, roll back down. Turn the toes under. Engage your quads. And hold here for three breaths. So really focusing on the lower half strength, pressing the pelvis towards the floor while simultaneously trying to get your thighs a little higher up off the ground. Pull the belly in and around you to secure that low back and either to the knees or straight up to high plank on an exhale. Which the goal being that our chest and hips will rise at the same time and not our hips, then chest, or vice versa. Down dog, exhale. Hands back to the feet as you inhale. Exhale to stay. Inhale, rise up, full breath in. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale to high plank and stay. Create that cat back in the upper half of your back, and then breathe in as you exhale with control, down all the way to the belly. Cobra, just once, inhale, exhale, lower. Turn the toes under, lift the thighs, inhale to stay, exhale to press straight up. Can you make your hips and your chest go at the same time? Downward facing dog, exhale, good. Now this time walk your feet to your hands or jump. Grab both of your blocks. So you're gonna set one up to where when you lower, it'll hit your chest and one will hit your hips. Okay, so, and you want it turned up on like level two heights there. And you're gonna need to test it. So after you set up those two blocks, you wanna frame the block, the first block with your hands. And maybe walk your hands a couple of inches in front of it. And then when you lower, your chest and your hips should hit those blocks. See, so yeah, Maddie, you're gonna have to bring that last one up just a little bit. The second one. So where if you are evenly distributed, you should be able to take your hands out of the way and those blocks will hold you up. <laughs> Alicia's flying. She's flying. <laughs> I mean, it hurts your boobs, but, you know, <laughs> it doesn't feel great there. <laughs> That's going to be on the podcast. But you want that set up. So what we're going to work on now, so we just worked on coming from the bottom of the mat up with chest and hips lifting at the same time. Now we're going to lower chest and hips at the same time to tap. Okay, so downward facing dog, please. Okay, so make sure you create space in your shoulders and not drawing your shoulders towards your spine. Rock forward a high plank. Hold there. Go slow, you guys. Tippy toes. So rock forward just a little bit on your tippy toes. And then as you exhale, lower down, tap the chest and the hips. And then see if you can press straight back up. Take the hips and chest at the same time. Good. Downward facing dog. Now, of course, if the chest is lifting first and our hips are lagging, just go to the knees because that'll save your low back. All right. Let's do it again. High plank. And watch your neck now. Look an inch or two in front of the front of your mat so that our head doesn't drop. Keep the gaze as you exhale, lower and tap and then push straight back up. Nice, downward facing dog. Couple of breaths here. Spread the shoulder blades, wrap your triceps towards your face. Those are important muscles that help you do this. 
rock forward to high plank. Pull the belly button in and up. Come on your tippy toes. Breathe in. And then lower, tap. Back up. Downward facing dog. Very nice. All right, grab that second block and move it out of the way. A little bit harder. I promise we'll get off our hands here in the second half of the flow. Right? Rock forward high plank. This one's a little bit harder, so maybe drop the knees and that's fine. Stay here, breathe in, exhale, lower and tap the chest. Back up to high plank, see if you can take your hips the same time with you. And then downward facing dog. So it becomes a little bit harder when those hips don't have anything to rest on. Two more times. Inhale forward onto the tippy toes and then drop as you exhale. Tap back up to high plank and then downward facing dog. One last time. Rock forward, high plank. Breathe in. Lower and tap. Elbows by the sides. Back up and then downward facing dog. Good. And so something that I want you all to be uh, mindful of is the back of the neck. When we lower down, if our head drops, drop your knees. Everybody go ahead and drop your knees and do some wrist stretches. So yeah, hands down onto the top of your mat like this. And you can do one at a time. So fingertips towards you, palms facing up. If you're doing one, then do the other. And you can even lean back a little bit to give the front of the forearms a little bit more stretch. And now flip the palms, palms down, fingertips towards you, tops of the palms facing up so that you get the front of the forearms. Again, you can do both or one at the same time. So as you move through a power class, if you add intensity and repetition to bad form, that's where we get injury. So really focusing on good form, especially in the back of the neck, um, and the, the engagement in the back of the body helps keep us from injury when we do things over and over again. So put that second block to the side and come to a forward fold at the top of your mat. We'll start to add that to part of our flow. As you inhale, stand up. Right wrist, hand grabs the left wrist, lean to the right to open up the left side body. Back up to the center and switch. Back up to the center, sink into chair pose for a few breaths. And try, like everybody drop your hands by their sides and then take them out and around biceps towards the ears. Might give your shoulders a little bit more space than trying to come from the front. Lift all 10 toes. It's like you're trying to spread your heels, but your heels don't move because they're stuck to the mat. Lift your back ribs up a little bit and then sink your booty down three more inches. Good. One more big full breath. Always remember to breathe and smile. Forward fold as you exhale. So halfway lift from here. Step back high plank with control as you exhale. Low plank. Toes or knees. And then upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Pretend you have a yardstick strapped from your neck down to your butt crack. And if we break our line of energy, that yardstick is no longer going to be connected to the back of the body when we go from high to low. All right, bend the knees, step or hop forward. Inhale all the way up to stand, big full breath. Exhale to chair pose, sink down. 
Spike down through your right heel. Lift your left heel up towards your glute. Good. Lift your back ribs up a little bit more and extend that left leg back behind you, warrior three. See if you can create a line of energy from right to left hip that allows you to be nice and even between those legs. Another full breath in. High lunge, step the left foot back. Inhale, sweep the hands up overhead. Bend through the right knee and tuck your front ribs up a little bit more underneath you. Start to lower that left knee towards the ground to where you're about an inch off the ground. And then pick it all the way back up. See if maybe you can straighten that left knee out. So on your exhale, lower and hover. Inhale, push back up. Good. Three more times. Lower and hover. Push back up again. Can you go slow? We can all go fast doing stuff. But can we do something with control and discipline? So after that last time, back up to high lunge and a full inhale. Exhale, chaturanga. If our shoulders go down past our elbows, you're going down too low. Upward facing dog, breathe in. Downward facing dog, breathe out. Okay, bend through the knees, step, hop, or jump to the top. Inhale, rise up nice and strong, and then exhale back into your chair pose. So sinking back down, finding those points in our heels and the strength in our hips. Spike down through the left heel, right heel up towards your tushy. Good. See if you can bridge the gap between lower, which is having more intensity, and upper by recruiting more of your midsection. Another full breath in. Use your exhale to slowly unfurl to warrior three. Right hip is going to stay in line with that left hip. Your ribs are going to stay in a nice little place to where we're not back bending in warrior three. So lengthen through your side ribs a little bit more for two more breaths. Press that right heel back a little bit more. And then land into high lunge. Lift the hands up overhead. Maybe give yourself some more space. You can actually step that right foot out a little bit more towards the edge of your mat. Okay, so start to lower slowly through that right knee about an inch off the mat. And then lift it back up nice and strong so that we feel those thigh muscles down and up five times. So having our quads and our core work together to help that front line of energy in chaturanga is really important. Okay, so remember this nice long neck as we go to chaturanga, don't drop the head in, breathe in, exhale, lower. Maybe look to the top of your mat or a few inches in front and then inhale through your upward facing dog, exhale, downward facing dog, beautiful. So then as the class starts to speed up, one breath, one pose, can we continue to keep our form? If we can't, we go to the knees. That protects our joints. Our joints are hella expensive. Bend through the knees. Thank you, Anita. I'll be here all night. Jump <laughs> or step to the top and then inhale all the way up. Exhale back into your chair pose. Bring the hands to the heart and sink a little bit lower. Breathe in, and then exhale, spin to your right. Left elbow, right knee. 
Get your booty down past your heart. So your heart should be the highest thing on you right now, other than your right elbow. The right elbow can go up towards the ceiling, or you can spread your arms like wings. Spike down through the heels. Pull that left hip back a little bit. It's going to want to kind of pop out. Beautiful. One more breath. Exhale, fold. Halfway lift. Inhale. Chaturanga. Remember all your little things. It's a lot to remember. Yoga makes you smarter. Upward facing dog, breathe in, and then downward facing dog, breathe out. Bring the toes to touch and lift your right leg up and back. So make it really long and straight out from your right hip. So dropping that right hip point down so it's almost like a warrior three pose in your lower half. Press your hands into the mat as if you're trying to press the mat away from you. Breathe in, and as you exhale, knee to the heart, plank pose, rock forward. Pause there, and then lift your upper back up a little bit more like a cat back. Step between the hands and inhale up, high lunge. Warrior two as you exhale. Reverse your warrior, next breath in. Chaturanga, next breath out. Which we can always take a couple of extra breaths in any of those poses instead of moving really, really quickly. Bend through the knees, step hop or jump to the top and then inhale all the way up, get nice and long. Exhale, sit nice and low. Bring the hands to the heart and sit even lower. Spin to the left and keep your booty lower than your heart. Left elbow should be the highest point, or you can spread the arms and allow the left fingertips to go up to the ceiling. Don't allow that left arm to twist you. Pull that right hip back as it's going to pop out a little bit here. One more full breath of life in, and then fold, exhale. Halfway lift, get long, chaturanga, or skip it. I mean, heck, if we do 30 chaturangas in class, but you can't do 30 push-ups, then go high plank down dog. You absolutely do not have to do everything I say. Toes to touch. Left leg up, except for Anita. She has to do everything I say. <laughs> Drop the left hip down a little bit. Breathe in and then exhale. Rock forward, knee to the heart. Plank pose, pause. Lift the space between your shoulder blades up higher than step. Between the hands, inhale up. Exhale, warrior two. Reverse, breathe in, chaturanga, take it back down, or high plank down dog. We definitely don't want to do high plank up dog. We can always control lower to the mat and then do up dog. I would rather you do that than do high plank, a halfway of a chaturanga and up dog and put everything into your low back. All right, bend through the knees, step or hop to the top. Inhale all the way up to stand. Exhale, back into chair pose. Spike down through the right heel, left heel up towards the glute. Okay, bring the hands to the heart. So our right leg is already in that nice little half a chair, so maybe add that twist to it that we just did and see if the elbow can come to the knee or just stay in your one-legged chair. Now slowly extend that left leg into a lunge. Keep the twist. Lift up through that left hip a little bit so it doesn't drop down towards the ground. 
three more breaths and see if you can make your side ribs longer through the spine all the way up to the top of your head. Draw another full inhale in. Warrior two as you exhale, spin open. Maybe even take a couple little steps apart so that you've got more space. Reverse, reach up, and then bring the forearm to the thigh, left arm up, and extend it over your head, extended angle, side angle. Half bind if it's in your practice. Full bind if that's in your practice. And then lengthen if you're in that full bind, heart towards the front of the room. One more breath. Use your exhale to undo the bind if you have it. Lift yourself back up to warrior two. Come over to the left, skandasana. Keep it up high into the hips and the thigh. Extend the arms out, fingertips in opposite direction. Keep the back bend out of it so these back ribs right here lift a little bit. Good. Maybe go just a little bit further to where we still have the engagement. It's still an active pose. Once we drop down, that becomes a passive pose. So it's still active here in Skandasana. Maybe pop those right toes up towards your face. Three more breaths. Two more breaths. One last one. As you exhale, push up, turn the toes in, hands to the hips. So spike down through the heels, lengthen. Pull the belly in, hinge forward, flat back, and then bring the hands to the ground. Lengthen through the back of your neck. Bring the hands to the hips, pull the belly in, inhale yourself all the way up, turn to your left, face the back of the room, and let's come into that one-legged chair facing this back door. On that left foot, sink down a little bit more, either stay there or add the twist towards the alley, right elbow, left knee. All those principles of letting your midsection twist your rib cage and keeping your spine long at the same time. One more breath. As you exhale, take a slow step back and keep the twist, twisted lunge. Make your right leg really strong in this pose to keep the right hip from dipping towards the mat. Your left leg's already going to be strong because it's bearing some of your weight. Three more breaths. Breathe in, everyone, breathe in. Exhale, warrior two, open up. Extended side angle on this left side. Lots of varying degrees. You can take it low, you can keep it high. Good form first before we increase the intensity or range of motion. Half bind if we're working on half bind, full bind if we're working on full bind. If our full bind compromises our form, then just take a half bind. 
Three more breaths. One last one. Use your exhale to undo the arms and inhale yourself back up to warrior two. And then bend through that right leg, keep it active. Stick that booty out, squeeze to the hips, extend the arms and lift your front ribs, lift your back ribs, tuck your front ribs, lift your back ribs. That keeps our low back from being in a back bend here, more neutral. Extend the arms a little bit more. Nice active arms here. Completely active pose, we're not passive. Another full, full breath in. Maybe take those left toes up towards the face. Next exhale, push it up. Bring the toes in, heels out. And as you fold forward, bring the hands down and then maybe heel toe your feet out a little bit more. See if that crown of the head will come down. And maybe we want to work on just the depth and the inner thighs in this pose. If our hands are down and the crown of the head is down, then maybe bring one knee to an elbow and the other knee to an elbow for clown. You might want to scoot your, your booties back a little bit if you do that so that your head's on the mat, not on the floor. So five more breaths, whichever one you're doing. Now push your upper half up so that your arms are straight and extend your arms out so that they're in a downward facing dog, but your legs are still in straddle. Of course, if you need to heel toe in a little bit more out of that depth, feel free to do that as well, especially if your feet are slipping a little bit here. Three more breaths. So it's a nice safe way to get some of that stretch in our chest without bearing weight in the shoulders because it's in their heels. Good, now heel toe your feet in, keep your hands where they're at, just start to heel toe them in a little bit. Drop the hips nice and low. Our toes are gonna be out, our heels gonna be in some more of a goddess stance. Bring left hand to left thigh, right hand to right thigh. And then keep the elbows bent, draw the elbows towards one another, dropping the chest and the hips as low as you can. Heat in the thighs. Yas. One more big full breath in. As you exhale, just straighten your arms. And then right shoulder in. Kind of curl to one side. Left shoulder in, other side. Good, just back and forth. A little shoulder stretch, keeping that goddess lower half. Come back to center. We're gonna look to our right. If you want your block for half moon, grab it. Otherwise, let's practice shifting the weight, lifting that left leg up and slowly coming to half moon, right hand down, left side lifts. And that left hip doesn't have to be on top of the right. It can be a little bit more in for, forward. All right, another breath in and slowly bend through that right knee, land back into that goddess pose. Let's 
get it nice and low. The lower you are, the less that you have to go. <laughs> right? <laughs> Left side now, so lift off. If you want to grab your block for this side, just shift it. Plenty of time. Really strong lifted leg there. Good. One more big full breath. This time our right foot's going to meet our left at the back of the mat. And just take a forward fold. You can heel toe out. You can piece fingers, big toes. You can bend your knees as much as you want. Good. Release your feet. Heel toe them back to touch. Step back to high plank. Big full breath with control. Slowly lower to the belly. Um, make sure things are kind of out of the way on your sides here. We're going to need um, just a couple of inches on each side of our mat. Maybe about six inches. Yeah. So we're going to first practice some back bends here. Uh, Superman, I know you love back bends. <laughs> press, you know what, if you do this, if you press your hips to the front of your pelvis, your pubic bone, and your hip points, if you first press that into the mat, that's going to stabilize your lower half. And instead of trying to keep, like, trying to lift your half and your back half up as high as possible, we're going to instead try to lengthen the front half and the back half as much as possible as we lift. All right, so just take an inhale and exhale. Give yourself a chance to relax. Tell your mind it's going to be okay. On your next inhale, lengthen your arms and lengthen your legs as you lift both halves. Press the front of your pelvis into the mat so that you're creating a triangle between the first two hip points and then that pelvis, that pubic bone. Okay? Press the toes towards the back of the room. You don't even have to lift your thighs up off the mat. You can actually press the thigh bones down as you're trying to keep that whole leg nice and long and lifted. One more breath and then exhale, slowly release down. You just kind of wiggle your hips from side to side. Give that low back a little bit of relief. Okay, all right. Now we're gonna add a little bit of movement to that. When we inhale, we're going to lift up, and then we're going to try to roll to the right and flip over into low boat. Yes. All right, lift up. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, but you are. <laughs> Good, Amy. All right, so roll to your right and flip over. Yeah, so your legs and your arms stay about the same uh, the height up off the ground. All right, breathe in and then roll back to your belly. There you go, good. So we're not that far up off the ground, we're about four inches. Now roll to your left. Yeah, and we're just in low boat. Good. Roll back to your belly. That's fun, rolling around is fun. Other side, <laughs> right side. Good, back to the belly. Left side. 
Good. One more big full breath. Now you can stay there because you're just going to relax. <laughs> if you went back to your belly, now you got to go back. <laughs> so back onto your back. <laughs> Madeline's like, nope, I'll roll over, but I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Take a happy baby for a few breaths. one last little bit of a standing series you can extend one leg and then the other here in happy baby we'll take a few more breaths here all right release the feet and give yourself a nice little hug knees towards the chest wrap your arms around and then rock forwards and backwards up and down the length of your spine And then you can step through or you can try a little seated lift and shoot back to downward facing dog. Uh, everybody's favorite high plank, rock forward, left hand down side plank. Remember it can be on the foot or on the knee, especially if our hips are coming down like really, really low, then just take that knee down to protect your hips. All right, use that strength of your right leg, lift it up a little bit, bloop, and then make it around and into a low lunge, right foot forward. Boom, there you go, good. All right, plant the hands, lift that back leg up, standing split pose, left foot up and right foot down. Drop the head, so make that upper half kind of hang, but then recruit your midsection to close the gap between your thigh. If you want to do a couple of handstand hops, feel free. We have three more breaths. Two more breaths. Anita, you have to go through chaturanga in your handstand. <laughs> Everyone else, feet to touch and halfway lift. High plank. Other side, side plank. So turn towards the ohm wall, right hand down. Left arm goes high. You know, a little shift up of the hips, lift that left leg, roll it through and around, step. All right, get springy in that back leg and lift it all the way up, standing split pose. Tuck through that belly, really strong tuck through that belly. Three more breaths here. If you wanna do handstand hops here, you have three. Two breaths, one breath, eagle pose. So right leg, come up and around over that left. Right arm up and around under the left. Good, yeah. Squeeze the thighs together and kind of sit your hips back a little bit more. so that the shoulders are more over the hips instead of the elbows over the knees. So everybody pull back some. Pull yourself back, yeah. It's gonna make it harder. <laughs> Three more breaths. One last big full inhale. Use that exhale to unwrap and reach up and a side bend to the right. Just a little counter pose, inhale through the middle, side bend to the left back up through the middle 
Bend through the right knee and sweep that left leg over. Left arm under the right. Eagle pose. Again, pretend you know, that yardstick that we have down the back in Chaturanga. Put a yardstick here. Good, Nancy. From the back of your head to your butt crack to line up your eagle. One more big full breath. Keep your legs like they are and undo your arms. Now unwrap that top leg, step it back, triangle pose. Just set it up. We have right foot forward, yep. Left hand to the hip, right foot forward. Right hand up high so those right ribs get some space and then reach and extend into triangle. Lengthen through your heart. Make sure you're not back bending in this pose either. Lift up your back ribs a little bit here. One more big full breath. Exhale, back up through center. And just shift your right toes in, left toes out. So face the back of the room. Left hand goes high. Right hand to the hip. Open up through those left ribs to give you some more space for the hip and then reach forward down into triangle. Your right arm can be a little bit in front of your face. It does not have to be like way far back here. And three more breaths. Two more breaths. Inhale yourself up. Pivot those left toes in. Pivot to the front of your mat. Take a nice big step forward. Inhale your hands up. Bring the hands to the heart. A couple of options here. If you'd like to squat, take a malasana squat. You can even use your block to sit on top of it. Or if you want to practice crow pose, if you just haven't gotten enough of your arms. <laughs> it's a good application for chaturanga, though. If you can get your chaturanga, you can get your crow. Because it's chaturanga arms, nice core and inner thigh engagement, and you're flying. So we'll take 10 breaths here. So divide it up if you'd like to, if you want to do a little bit of each, if you need some water. Good. Place the hands down on the mat, lift your booty up high, then heel toe your feet together and then have a seat all the way down onto the back. Keep the feet planted though on the mat, knees over your ankles as you lie down, grab your block. You should have at least one of them handy somewhere. Lift up your hips and put them underneath your hips for a nice little supported bridge. So allowing the hip flexors to open and the hips to reset.
Just one more breath in and out. Now press through your heels, lift your hips up off that block, just enough to where you can scooch that block out from underneath you and put it between your knees. Walk your feet in if you need to. You can put your hips down. All right. Lengthen your arms down the mat like you're trying to reach for your heels. And scooch your shoulder blades underneath you just a little bit. Yeah. So a gentle hug of your knees in towards that block without letting yourself be knock-kneed. So if you need to take it a little bit wider, you can. Flip it to the other distance. All right, press down through your heels and move your knees forward towards your toes until your hips lift up off the ground. And then you don't have to take, like you don't have to then shift your shoulder blades to take those hips up even higher. I want you to feel the inner thigh, thigh and back booty, that little booty there, engaging. Spike down through your heels, make sure you're not gripping with your toes. I like you're trying to spread the mat apart with your heels and squeeze in with the block simultaneously. It's a little yogi trick. It's the key to enlightenment. Can you spread your heels and squeeze your knees at the same time? <laughs> All right. Two more breaths. So one more inhale and use your exhale to slowly take the hips down to the ground. So we should feel a lot of lower half engagement there without our low back taking the weight. Our low back is not an active part of this pose, right? So let's do it again. Next inhale, lift up. Shimmy those shoulder blades underneath you just a little bit, but not to the point to where your hips can come higher than your thighs. Now squeeze through your midsection on each exhale. As you spike down through your heels, squeeze the block, spread the feet without letting them move. They're stuck to your mat. You feel your thighs working, inner thighs, hamstrings, booty. Maybe puff up the chest just a little bit towards the ceiling and give yourself a nice final full breath in. Let your exhale take you down a little bit at a time. Good. You can take that block out into the side. Now walk your feet a little bit wider and then let both knees go to the right. So a little gentle twist. Back up towards the middle and then over to the other side. back up to the middle and put the feet down on the ground uh, grab your strap should be right there next to you hook your right foot with the strap lengthen the left leg down your mat and here's the trick with this one don't pull your leg towards your face ground your hip down to the ground so that you have a nice long leg like you're trying to plant it in the ground like a tree. Pull your toes towards your face and you can keep a soft bend in the knee. We don't want to overstretch the hamstring. So like your heel and your hip are opposing each other, the heel's trying to reach higher towards the ceiling and your hip's trying to root into the earth. 
It can help reset your hips, especially if you have any SI joint issues. Let your left arm go back out to the side and just use your strap with your right hand to guide the foot over to the right. So inner thigh opener. Yeah, if you need to scooch, you guys got plenty of room, you can scooch. Back up to the center. Slide your left foot in, slide your right foot out. So same thing here. Lift the heel up towards the ceiling and ground that hip straight down into the earth as we're trying to plant the left hip into the ground and not extend the left leg closer to the chest. It just keeps the um, active, like that skandhasana that we did earlier, it makes it an active pose instead of a passive pose. Too much passiveness in our yoga equals joints getting unhappy with us. It's about five more breaths, just breathing into any tension that you feel, trying to lengthen through the heel as you try to send that hip deeper into the earth. Now extend your right arm out, take a breath in, Use your exhale to guide the left leg out to the side. Another breath in. And exhale, pull it all the way back up. Bend through the knee to release that left foot. Take any last pose that you want to take. Some hip openers are good. Yeah, figure four on the back. Anything that needs to be reset. So take the next couple of breaths to slowly settle into your savasana pose. It could be feet um, on the earth or knees wide, knees together. And then like we started, just take a nice big full inhale in and then either out of the nose or the mouth to exhale. 
do it a second time, fill up, hold it there this time at the top, savor it, and then open your mouth and exhale. So give yourself one last big full breath like that, breathing in, holding at the top, then take another sip in and another sip in, getting really, really full, then open your mouth, exhale, release that heat from the body and anything that you need to let go mentally, physically, emotionally. And settle into a nice, gentle breathing pattern. Just inhale, exhale. It can be nice and soft. It doesn't have to be forced. If you don't want a cold cloth, let a hand rest gently on your belly. Slowly deepen your inhale, just a little bit. Make your exhale a little longer. Do that a couple of times, just making each one a little bit more full and a little long. And then finally get a nice big full inhale, holding it there for a moment. And exhale it out. Start to move through your arms, your legs, your fingers, your toes. When you're ready to roll over onto your right side, just take a little side-lying pose for a second. And when you're ready, press up to a seat. You can keep your eyes closed or fix your eyes on one point. So 
so that you're still focused inward. Bring the hands to your heart center. Just allowing the discipline of our practice to carry outside of this room. Being slow, like we took the time in our chaturanga today, being slow to react is always going to be more beneficial than being quick. Being able to control the body to some degree is a mirror for our emotions and our reactions in life. Being able to slow that response time will always be beneficial. So take another breath in together. Namaste. Good job, folks. Thank you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Uh, if anybody has any questions about chaturanga or form or anything like that, always feel free to ask. Um, everybody's got something a little bit different going on in their body. Um, so there are different ways. There's many ways to do a pose as there are bodies in the world. So a million different poses.